0: Here's a message from Ken Lavica. We welcome you to the first annual MBA Drama King of the Year Awards. Stone the band, hit the open. On your mark,
1: get set, go. You are listening to Ken Lavica Live, presented by FAU MBA and Sport Management Programs. <laughs> Turn it up! Turn it up! From the Anajar and the Bean Studios in downtown West Palm Beach. It's Ken Lavica Live. On ESPN 106.3 Drama everywhere you look
0: There's a reason the NBA Is the best damn professional sports league on the planet You can take your NFL You can take your Major League Baseball And you can throw it in the ocean Give me the NBA Give me the soap opera it's never-ending, and last night might have been the drama pinnacle in NBA history. Ken Levick alive Tuesday here on ESPN 106.3, free ESPN app on your smart speaker, and John Levine Accident Attorney Studios, downtown West Palm Beach, Phillips Point Towers, right off of the sunny and sparkly Intracoastal. Tuesday brings us Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX, Fox 29. The guns are out. He's ready to go. Stone LeBanowitz is wearing the (laughs) 5.5-inch inseams. Stone LeBanowitz Friday Night Lights running this thing until 2 o'clock. We're showing skin, and we're ready to talk drama. Never in the history of sports talk radio. I shouldn't say never, but there are rarely days like this in sports talk radio where you have everything just put on a platter and gift-wrapped for you. So a couple of personal thank yous I'd like to pass along. Brooklyn Nets... Bless you. Philadelphia 76ers, mm. much respect. Mm. Thank you. Appreciated. Doc Rivers specifically. Please. Doc Rivers, you are a <laughs> fountain of content. And for that, I appreciate you. Probably more appropriate to say a river of content. Ah. But one thing I need to get out of the way, just so we don't catch any crap for it, okay, Because I have seen a plethora of, of, uh, of tweets on the Elon Musk app Uh, here over the last 24 hours or so, saying, uh, this is why people don't watch the NBA as much as the NFL. It's because you focus on the drama and not on the game. Okay, congratulations to the Boston Celtics and Marcus Smart and uh, Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. Congratulations. Congratulations to Nick Nurse. And Pascal Siakam and the Toronto rappers, Raptors, <laughs> Raptors for forcing a <laughs> game six. The Toronto Raptors are their G League team.
2: Well, you know, my, my, my uh, fiancé called them the Toronto Raptors, and I'm like, well, Drake is.
0: <laughs> yeah, say, you know, Drake is a Toronto rapper. Yeah, he is, is a true. Toronto Raptor. That is not inaccurate at all. <laughs> uh, congratulations to the Dallas Mavericks, and congratulations Ooh. to Luka Doncic. Great basketballing. Congratulations to the Heat for the closeout tonight of the Atlanta Hawks. Yes. And thus concludes me, for now, talking about the game. Because the story, I don't care what anybody says, is that monumental failure that is the Brooklyn Nets. And we're talking failure on a number of different levels. Mm. We're talking failure on a scope that maybe we've never seen before. Like, if you thought the Lakers with LeBron and AD and Westbrook was a failure, not even making the playoffs, that pales in comparison to the collection of friends. Forget the collection of talent, the collection of friends that came together in Brooklyn. One of them's not there anymore, and he's too busy chucking basketballs out of bounds in Philadelphia now. The other one didn't play for more than half a season because he wouldn't get two shots in his arm, but then he wanted to tell you all about it. And then the other is the most passive-aggressive troll in the history of the NBA. And that is your Brooklyn Nets who get swept out of the first round of the
2: postseason. That is... Is amazing. See, this is why, and I want to say it was like July, I, can't, I think it was July 2019, in fact, when the announcement came out and Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving were teaming up in Brooklyn and everybody wanted me to, you know, wanted my feedback. What do you think? The Heat will never get back to the top. The East will be dominated forever. I said, These dudes in one locker room <laughs> is just like, I'm not afraid. Oh, I know something man. bad's going to happen. And three years later, where are we? One playoff series win, and they just got swept by the Celtics. It is incredible.
0: I mean, think about this, Stone. There were
2: teams that were actively
0: losing in order to miss the Nets. Literally. The Bulls, now, it's debatable if they're even capable of of actively trying to lose because the Bulls are just (laughs) losing. (laughs) They didn't need much help from about January on, but they were actively losing to not play the Nets. The Bucs late in the season gave up games in order not to get the Nets. So the Celtics, who by the way, I, 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 I want to again, congratulations to the Celtics and for their outstanding game planning and their great defense and shutting down KD. Now back to the drama of the Brooklyn Nets. The Celtics said bring it. Let's go. And the Celtics smacked them around for four games and mm. handed them the most humiliating defeat. But teams were actively trying to lose. There was a mantra: "Want to avoid the Nets at all costs." Uh-uh. No way. They ended up not being any different from the regular season version, which was inconsistent and inadequate. Yeah, I think last night's game summed it up. Like it, watching it from start to finish, at not
3: at one point did it seem like they had a chance or that they were in the game. Yeah, they got down one late. But just the whole game, it seemed I mean, like Boston just dominated them in every facet of the game. They're showing
0: the highlight right now on SportsCenter. KD at the line, down to 20 seconds left. He misses the back end, he's and that. he's just flat- while Marcus Smart races down the floor. He gets hit on an outlet because no one followed him down the floor. He misses, and Horford tips it in. And that was the game, and that is a microcosm of the net season in one four-and-a-half-second
2: sequence. And it's you,
0: incredible.
2: And that's the reason why, I, again, as great and as skilled as Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving are, and it's I'm nobody's more afraid of them on the offensive end when they have the ball in their hands about to create a shot. Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving – are a bit aloof sometimes, and just like in game one when Jason Tatum got the pirouette layup, who are the two guys standing around there? Yeah. KD, KD and Kyrie Irving. And Kyrie Irving, arms flailing. Game four, same situation. Yep. KD misses the free throw, doesn't get back. Marcus Smart sprints down the floor. Also, Al Horford, who got the put-back layup. Kyrie Irving, not saying he could have moved him much, <laughs> but he could have <laughs> gave an effort. Something. Kyrie was watching. Something. Watching Anything. as Horford just put that back. But, At least put a body on him.
0: But don't worry Don't worry, guys, because Kyrie Irving is now (laughs) self-aware.
2: And after the
0: game, he did admit that, oh, yeah, that whole not getting a vaccine thing, that whole sitting out for more than half the season, that whole new New York City mayor completely wiping away a citywide vaccine mandate just for me, yeah, that might have been a little bit of a distraction.
4: Well, yeah, I think it was just really heavy emotionally this season. Um, We all felt it. Um, I I felt like I was letting the team down. Oh, no way. uh, At a a point (laughs) where I wasn't able to play. Um, You know, we were trying to exercise every option for me to play, but I I never wanted to just be about every option. And I I know one option you didn't exercise. And, um, you know, as you see, we just had some drastic changes. You know, we we lost a um, franchise player and uh, we got a franchise player back but uh you know we didn't get a chance to, to see him on the floor and, um <laughs> there was no pressure for him <laughs> either to step on the floor with us either you know what i mean like ben ben's good we have been we have his back he's going to be good for next year but now we just we just turn the page and uh look forward to what we're building as a franchise and and really get tougher
0: let me hear the first Five to six seconds of this again from Kyrie, because I really want to drive this home that Kyrie Irving, after the season, uh yeah,
4: I might have been a little bit of a distraction. It was really heavy emotionally this season. Um, we all felt it. Um, I, I, I felt like I was letting the team down uh, huh. at, a, at a point where I Weird. wasn't able to play. Um, Weird. You know, That's we bizarre. Trying-
0: That's good, guys. Mm. The Kyrie. Is becoming self-aware. What do we do now? I love that it took the entire regular season and to get swept out of the playoffs for Kyrie to sit back and finally, for the first time, be introspective and say, "Yeah, you know, I, I think I may have hurt the team." No damn way, Kyrie. Really?
2: I th- really? I think part of it now is he can admit to it because he knew this the whole time. He's not becoming self-aware. He's known he's been a problem the whole time. Yeah. He can admit to it. Because now he does not have to own up to it. He is done. He is now able to go on vacation. Did you see how relieved Kyrie Irving looked oh, at man. the end of that game? Absolutely. He didn't want to play. I don't. I really. I legitimately. And I, I, this is harsh criticism. It's weird for me to say, but I don't think Kyrie Irving wanted to be playing basketball, especially in this postseason. He is relieved to be swept out of the postseason. I
0: I think there's something to that. Stone showed me the video. I didn't see it last night. Stone showed me the video of Kyrie walking into Barclays Center last night looking like my 4 year old when <laughs> i when i take her to daycare and yeah. she begrudgingly walks in because she doesn't want to go that was Kyrie last night just shuffling his feet shoulders slumped yeah. head cocked to one side like barely dragging his bag off the floor he was miserable like when I see videos like that it reminds
3: me that these guys are going through life too like he obviously hadn't checked social media once and he was really feeling the Ramadan because like Ken just said his eyes were hanging and it's
0: got to be what it is right like he was he was fasting all day so he's yeah. walking into the arena he can't eat until eight o'clock which is probably what Midway between yeah. the second quarter last night, he was dragging. I his hope that's feet. what it is because if it wasn't right. him observing Ramadan, then I mean his body language is abhorrent. And I mean it, that's just horrific. And on top of that, he came out
3: on the court early, five points in the first half with like no sense of urgency. It, oh, no. it was
0: like he's in vacation
3: mode, and yeah. it's, that's just so so unfortunate to see.
0: And so Kyrie, if you're if you're to describe him in one word, it's the D word. It's not that one. It's drama. It's drama. I thought you were going delusional. Well, I think drama is... We'll get to his delusions in a (laughs) second. But drama is the best word to describe Kyrie Irving. And you hear all about these postseason awards. Sixth man of the year you hear about the MVP, you hear about Coach of the Year, you hear about Defensive Player of the Year, you hear about Most Improved Player that somehow in the NBA is won by the Rookie of the Year. I don't understand how that works. <laughs> how, how is the Rookie of the Year and John Morant the Most Improved Player as well? I, I, I don't know. I don't make the rules. But we today have been tasked with awarding the first annual NBA Drama King of the Year Award. Stone Lebanowitz corny award show music, please. Welcome to the first annual NBA Drama King of the Year, where the early favorite is the man himself, Kyrie Irving. Mm. That man is all drama, all the time. But then, you go to Philadelphia. And I'm telling you, this is getting hilarious. Is Doc Rivers really going to do this again? Is Doc Rivers really going to be this close to closing out a series and do this again? Maybe. Because this is a game six now in Toronto. And how did it get to this point? Mm. How did it get to this point? What is happening, Theo? Is this purely just a Doc Rivers basketball uh, the, the 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 basketball gods align, mm. and they say once Doc gets to three wins, the bottom needs to fall out.
2: Oh, it seems like, and also let's not forget Doc Rivers, top fifteen coach of all time, as uh, voted on this past All Star oh, weekend. Yeah. So, uh, top
0: fifteen choke artist of all
3: time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's now lost 7 of his last 8 opportunities to close out a series. It's wild. His, That's a wild his number. 31 losses are the most by oh, any coach in NBA history.
1: Man, but
0: don't worry.
2: That's don't bad. worry.
0: Joel Embiid's taking it really well. Don't worry. James Harden, the in-season acquisition of the year. James Harden as Kyrie put it, the franchise player who left Brooklyn and, and went Kobe. to Philadelphia. He put down his ham sandwich last night. And he has proceeded over the last two games to take nine shots and turn the ball over nine times. Mm. What is happening here? But don't worry, Joel Embiid handling it well, because after the game, Joel Embiid had leadership. Joel Embiid showed off what it takes to lead a team to a championship, showed what it takes to inspire the masses with the tried-and-true method of, not my job.
5: I mean, uh, you know, I've been saying all season since he got here. You know, he just needs to be aggressive and he needs to be himself. Um, you know, that's you know that's not really my job. Um, you know, that's probably on coach um, to you know talk to him and tell him to you know take more shots, uh, especially if they're gonna guard me the way they've been guarding. Uh, but uh, you know, that's really not my job. But we all we all need to be better. We. <coughs> Offensively, uh, like I said, we missed a bunch of wide-open shots uh, at times. Uh, I just felt like we just invited, uh, you know, when I was getting double, uh, we were not aggressive attacking the ball. We just kept moving around the ball in the pr- on the perimeter, and that gave them time to recover, and that's why we were not able to get anything out of it. Yeah. So, uh, If that's what they're going to keep doing, uh, we got to take advantage of it.
0: Not my job. The coach should tell him to take more shots. Not my job. Joel Embiid, consummate leader.
2: Well, here's the thing, though, and I want to excuse Joel Embiid. Can I do that right quick? Can I excuse him from this conversation? He's the most sympathetic figure in all of the NBA. He was drafted into the process of the Sixers under Sam Hanke. His coach was Brett Brown for four years. The team was purposely losing winning like 15 games a year. He was injured to start off. He was gifted teammates like Jalil Okafor, Markel Fultz, Ben Simmons, and now James Harden. And all he does is ball out. He gets – you have to excuse him for sometimes getting a little pissed off. And now his coach is Doc Rivers. But – Give him a break. Please. He doesn't.
3: He doesn't get pissed off and voice it correctly. He's the most passive player in a post game presser passive I've ever met. Look at what he's had to deal. Not my with. job. Talk to the coach. And he's what had he's,
2: to do with Ben Simmons for like four years. And the things
3: that he said about Ben and the way he said him is just so uncomfortable. Ben
0: Simmons, it, you can argue that his brain is broken from the way uh, Joel Embiid no, treated him. Almost, no. almost. Do not. Put Joel this on Embiid. Embiid with the Joel Embiid with the social media posts and the pettiness and the passive aggressiveness. I I hear what you're saying Theo. He was Theo.
2: sticking up for Ben Simmons until Ben Simmons quit on
0: the team. My first nominee for NBA Drama King of the Year what? is the man himself. Mr. Not my job. Oh. Talk to the coach, Joel Embiid. And Joel Embiid nominee for NBA <laughs> Drama King of the Year. I tried to help you Joel.
3: I tried. That's right. I I am 100% on board with Ken. You I love I, I do I I love Embiid. But as a teammate and, like, being in locker rooms before, the passive-aggressive stuff does not fly. It only Mark, makes things worse. Look at, who is, look at who he's had to deal oh, with. I know, you've it's been
0: put, so hard for Joel Embiid. He gets fouled so much. Just ask him and look at his flailing limbs all over the
2: place. You, t- you
3: rip guys off voice box out, when you're so passive, Like you feel, you're walking on eggshells around the guys like Joel.
2: So he broke Markel Fultz and Ben Simmons, and now he broke James Harden. He's he's got a track record (laughs) now. (laughs) He's a professional (laughs) teammate breaker. And then,
0: when he disposes of you, he gets petty with you on social media, or he says passive-aggressive things. James Harden is going to be a pro basketball Hall of Famer, whether you like it or not. And last night, the team leader, Joel Embiid, wants to be the leader. He says he's the face of the 76ers. And when asked about his teammates' struggles, his major acquisition (laughs) this season, he said, not my job. Not my job. Talk to the coach. That's drama. (laughs) Joel Embiid is a nominee for NBA Drama King of the Year. Who are your nominees? Who is your nominee for NBA Drama King of the Year? Because Kyrie... He's making a case, but Joel Embiid has put his big old hat into the ring. And Joel Embiid wears a fedora, right? Like he's a fedora guy. There's no way he could fit a fedora on that head. I, I,
3: <laughs> I, I've seen him rocking a fedora on vacation years yeah. ago. I'll pull it up for you guys. He,
2: that's that's, he's that's the you big old hat. He got big old big hat is in the store. ring.
0: That's right. <laughs> so uh, who who is your nominee for NBA Drama King of the Year? 88 760 3776 888 7603776 tweeted us at @KLV1063. It's a special day here at ESPN West Palm. It's not often that we get this opportunity, but we have been tasked with giving out the newest NBA offseason award, the NBA Drama King of the Year, and our first nominee is Joel Embiid. 8887603776 mm. 8887603776. Who is your nominee for NBA Drama King of the Year?
2: I'll go ahead, and I'll insert my nominee. And it's not going to be a popular pick, but this is like that third-party pick. You know, it's not the Republican or the Democrat. Okay, this is the
0: Libertarian candidate. Yes, yes, Yes. yes.
2: because nobody's paying attention to this guy. No. Okay, All-Star Weekend, the winner of the three-point contest, comes out afterwards and calls himself the greatest big-man shooter (laughs) of all time. Okay, yeah, yeah, okay, sure. He's feeling himself. It was All-Star Weekend Uh in Cleveland. Yeah, Whatever. We move it forward. He gets the seventh seed. Getting into the playoffs, he gets a a matchup 2-7 versus those Grizzlies. I'm talking Timberwolves-Grizzlies here. Before the series starts, in the media, he tells everybody, these are are two of the budding dynasties in the NBA. (laughs) The Timberwolves and the Grizzlies. (coughs) Budding dynasties. Budding dynasties in the NBA. And by now, you know I'm talking about Carl Anthony Uh Towns of the Timberwolves. And he doesn't stop there. He doesn't stop there because... During game three, with the Timberwolves up like 15 points in the second quarter, as he's mic'd up, I believe on TNT, I think it was, in the huddle, he's telling everybody, we're in Minnesota now. We're in Minnesota. They were talking all that trash in Memphis. We're in Minnesota now. (laughs) Only to lose and blow a 26-point lead in Minnesota now. In the second half. In the second half. And lose that game. And that's not even where it stops either because in game four – Carl Anthony Towns comes up the court, left wing, same spot that Kevin Durant hit that big three for the Warriors over the Cavaliers, over LeBron, the iconic shot. Carl Anthony Towns comes up, hits a huge three, nails it in, runs down court, yelling, yapping, proud. Woo, we did it, we did it. You want to know what the score was? It was three to zero. (laughs) That was the first quarter. It was like (laughs) ten seconds into the game, Cat hits a three, and he's running up and down the court like he won the finals. That is the most dramatic dude in the NBA, and he gets underscored because he's in, Minas- he's in Minnesota now, and <laughs> are you I just leave, can't stand it. Are
3: you going to leave out his post-game interview where he's just oh,
2: completely yeah, oh, code-switching? Oh, no, 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 no. The post-game interview where, because he talks like this for real, uh-huh. but then he was like, you know, I, uh, <laughs>
5: <laughs> we're not finished yet.
2: Yeah, he said, we're not finished. He said, uh, <laughs> you can tell right now I'm not excited, right? Can you tell in my <laughs> face that I'm not excited? I'm really trying to look like not inside it because we were supposed to win this game. We're not finished yet. I'm Kobe Bryant slash LeBron. Uh, he's trying to play a kid. He character. hit puberty. It's so <laughs> freaking dramatic, so weird. Karl Anthony Towns, I think he has what people call imposter syndrome, where he thinks he's supposed to be like these greats and legends. So he's been like up late night watching interviews and post game. Now he's prom. mimicking, and now he's trying to be them. <laughs> Like, dude, just play basketball. He's so dramatic.
0: Joel Embiid and Carl Anthony Towns, our first two nominees for NBA Drama King of the Year, the newest postseason award in the NBA. Who's your nominee? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And tweeted us at KLV1063 because last night was a banner night in drama in the nba for a multitude of reasons let's go to ernesto in boyton beach ernesto welcome to the red carpet who is your nominee for the drama king of the year in the
6: nba i'm gonna go with my nominee being trey young he will be my nominee mm-hmm. trey young. Drama king. okay that's because of course i'm gonna be biased i'm a Knicks fan so i'm gonna have to throw him in there <laughs> and just to say, I want to. I want to say this, and I. I, I tweeted to you, uh, Ken, about you know this is going to be a process process of elimination. All right, because of that trade, the Nets and the Philadelphia 76ers are going to eliminate each other in the playoffs. Why? Because <laughs> well, it's already it, it's already done. What happened <laughs> yesterday? But it's going to happen to Philadelphia too. Yikes! It's going to happen. They, they're going to they're going to they're going to They're going to uh, uh, uh take each other out and. And in, in line, now you got it open now for the, for, 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 for the heat and the matchup for, for, for the bucks now. Now I spoke about this before. It's going to come down to them, too. Now I say, you have an open floor for you guys. I, I don't drop the ball on this one because it's, it's going to come down to the Conference finals. It's Miami and the Bucks. It's that simple. That and door I, is open.:
0: That door is open, and Ernesto appreciate the call. I love that. They, basically, the nets. And the 76ers traded each other a grenade. (laughs) They both traded each other grenades. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's going to lead to their obliteration oh before they get goodness. to the finals.
2: It's hilarious. Except the, the grenade that the Sixers sent the Nets were more immediate. It's like they pulled the pin way quicker yeah. and threw it right at the yeah. end.
0: The other one is just sitting at home right now, but yeah. eventually it's going to explode. Yeah, 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 right, exactly. Right, right, right. <laughs>
2: uh,
0: it, it is. It is. Trey Young is a good one. So Trey Young is now a nominee for NBA Drama King of the Year. Trey yeah. Young, Mr. Oh, they're fouling too much. If they're going to keep fouling, well, There's nothing I can do. I haven't
2: been guarded like this since high school. What a superstar. That's high school. That man is
0: a superstar, that Trey Young. If they're not going to call fouls, well, what are we going to do? I don't know. Play. (laughs) Figure it out. I don't know. Uh. You're Trey Young. You took down the world's most famous arena and the world's best fans
2: a year ago. And now, ooh, this is like high school. Yeah, also, Oklahoma high school basketball, by the way, which is, come on.
3: He yeah, he, <laughs> right. He also called out his home fans for having, or his home stadium for having too many Heat fans. <laughs> like, make sure we show up to the game, guys. That's
2: every year, oh, though. That's man. every game. He, it's he, awesome. he plays in Atlanta. What, what was he expecting? Like, that's what your home crowd looks oh, like. Oh,
0: man. Can we hear real quick, just one more time, Kyrie Irving uh, after the game, after all that he put Nets fans through and all he put NBA fans through this year, can we hear him admit Right after the game, some of his first words that, oh, yeah, I might have been a little bit of a distraction this year.
4: I think it was just really heavy emotionally this season. Um, We all felt it. Um, I I felt like I was letting the team down (laughs) uh, at a a point where I wasn't able to play. It's so Um, good. You know, we were trying to exercise every option. That's all
2: I need. That's all I need. I was letting the team down. That man. You don't say. You don't say. Because when people kept bringing it up to him, he was acting like it wasn't a problem all throughout the season. Yeah like we were the weirdos for, for questioning it.
0: I'm just doing
3: me, man. Yeah. We, I'm just doing me. We got two things. We got him admitting that it might have been his fault and finally somebody vouching for Ben Simmons and we got his back and he'll be oh, good he by next did. year. He, he did, did
2: vouch for So he's the one guy that vouched for Ben Simmons. Well, he said, he said he said they they've got his back. Can somebody
0: get to Ben Simmons' back because it's been <laughs> a year. Like come on. Somebody actually do something to Ben Simmons' back so it's not sore uh. and he can actually play. That's all I ask.
3: I was hoping okay? Brooklyn was going to snag the dub so we could see Ben Simmons in game five. but Oh, uh, there's no way.
0: <laughs> uh-uh. Uh-uh. Ben's like,
2: oh, well, I guess, uh, <laughs> guess I'll get right in the offseason, okay? There, there are no two more people that are so that – I've never seen two people probably so relieved to get swept out of the playoffs than Kyrie Irving and Ben Simmons, who both don't want to play basketball. Man, we're they just,
0: don't. Man, the Nets are the gift that keeps on giving. Love it. They're the gift that keeps on giving. Who is your NBA drama king – Of the year. Who is your nominee? Because we're not done with the Nets yet. They have another nominee on the way. So far, Kyrie Irving, yeah, he's in. Joel Embiid, he's nominated. Carl Anthony Towns nominated for NBA Drama King of the Year, as is Trey Young. Who is your NBA Drama King of the Year? 888 760 3776. 888 760 3776 and on Twitter at KLV 1063. Give us your nominee for NBA Drama King of the Year. We are presented by our title sponsor, the FAU MBA Sport Management Program, FAU.edu slash MBA Sport. The FAU MBA Sport Management Program, 22 years, your guide to the sports industry. This is how you get in. This is the path. This is the blueprint. The FAU MBA Sport Management Program, professors who are in the sports industry, you're learning first-hand first-hand knowledge. Taking advantage of relationships in order to get the best internships, make the right connections, and start your career. Internationally renowned, number 19 in the world. You can't beat it. It's the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. FAU.edu slash MBA Sport. FAU.edu slash MBA Sport. The FAU MBA Sport Management Program. The MBA Drama King of the Year. Oh, but you don't focus on the game, you focus on the drama. That's right. That's what makes the NBA great, and it's time we recognize it. We're doing a civil service, the NBA drama king of the year, 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776. Who's your nominee? He's Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3.
1: From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN
0: 106.3. Steele brought up a good point. Kyrie, we can come up with the Ramadan excuse all we want for him looking listless and being sleepy and tired because he's fasting. Jalen Brown's doing the same thing. <laughs> and Jalen Brown didn't look winded or sleepy or bad. He looked empowered. He looked empowered. Yeah. He looked interested. Maybe the fasting's working for him a little bit more. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. He wasn't trudging through the hallways of Barclays Center <laughs> like he wanted to be anywhere else but there, like a four-year-old being
1: dragged to daycare. Yeah. Unbelievable. That's a great point. We're presented by the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. Visit fau.edu slash MBA sports. Yeah, what's the excuse?
2: All the, A lot of the Kyrie supporters or the people that have to defend him want to go back to that, and it's like the guy on the other side of the court is also doing that same thing. <laughs> like, there's an example yeah.
0: like 60 feet away.
2: Yeah, and it's working out for him. <laughs> it's so right, there. it's it is right there, and it's working out great for yeah. him, actually. It could be a factor, but that's not the reason. You know, oh,
0: man, me? I love it. We are, we are awarding today the NBA Drama King of the Year. So while Marcus smart is the NBA Defensive Player of the Year, while Tyler Hero is going to be the sixth man of the year, while Eric Spolster, he won't win it, but he should be the NBA Coach of the Year, we are awarding the first ever NBA Drama King of the Year award. And so far, your nominees are Kyrie Irving, Joel Embiid, Carl Anthony Towns, Trey Young, and Mark Sheffield messages Stephen A. Smith, an outsider. Wow. <laughs> Is a nominee for Drama King of the Year. We've got to check with the judges. Does he qualify? And the answer is yes. Stephen A. Smith qualifies for drama king
2: of the year. In fact, Stephen A. Smith would love to win it, actually. I'm sure he's campaigning.
0: (laughs) Oh, if he won it, there's going to be tears. There's going to be a (laughs) 25-minute acceptance speech. In fact, can we hear our award music one more time, Stone? Because this is a big occasion. Theo is all decked out. In his tuxedo, yes. beautiful black bow tie, yes. wingtip shoes. Stone Lebanowitz is sporting a baby blue tuxedo. I am in skinny jeans and a very nice blazer. We have dressed to impress. Mm. This is the premier award of the NBA offseason, the NBA drama king of the year. We have a nominee from Roman who tweets Julius Randle is a nominee for NBA Drama King of the Year. Mm. His ongoing battle with Knicks fans does indeed qualify him to be a nominee yeah. for the NBA Drama King of the Year. It's Julius Randle.
2: It's a tough ad because, again, this is a guy similar to Carl Anthony Towns. Not a lot of watching and didn't make the playoffs, though. But you know what? He's in New York City, so he can, he can qualify.
0: Uh, Mike G tweets, Zion Williamson is a nominee uh. for Drama King of the year. Now, he's got lingering injury like Ben Simmons. He's like the the bigger Ben Simmons, yes, right? My foot's bigger. broken. It hurts. Ouch. The Pelicans say, hey, we're just being cautious with the big man. He responds that day on social media with video of him working out yeah. and dunking and taking alley-oops. So then Pelicans fans say, well, wait. He's healthy. It looks like he's healthy. He's showing up to the games. He's not on the floor. And now the Pelicans have the one seed in the entire NBA playoffs on the ropes without said Zion Williamson. Now, Zion Williamson hasn't said much, but his people sure have. And I think the constant discussion about Zion Williamson does make him a good nominee for Drama King of the Year. I
2: like it. I like that pick. I like that. Is pick. he ever
0: going to play? By the way, like, are we ever going to see him again? There's in, too in many NBA uniform.
2: There's too many guys like that right now in the NBA, and like, at least one of them I have to, I would have to assume is not going to play like again. Like <laughs> between Kyrie, Ben Simmons, Zion Williamson, like, oh yeah, these guys, it's just so weird. He's got to drop <laughs> like 15 pounds this offseason. season. He 15. looks big. He looks
3: big. Fifteen. Tw- 25's
2: too much. <laughs> He's got 15 in his face right now. Like, he needs to drop much more than 15. That dude looks like a bowling ball out there. Keep no him
0: offense. away from James Harden. Do
3: you realize how hard it is to, like, drop 30 pounds,
2: though? I'm just saying, also, the dude lives in New Orleans, so I get it. I mean, that is, like, the food capital of the world. Like, I can't go to New Orleans and not pick up a good 5, 10 pounds myself, so I get it, but come on, Zion.
0: Evan K. tweets, Ben Simmons absolutely is a nominee for drama king of the year. I don't think there's any doubt about that.
3: Wait, wait.
2: All he did was wear the little blue and orange outfit on the sideline amongst (laughs) all black. Are are you saying he's dramatic? I was going to
3: say the purple (laughs) outfit alone makes him a nominee
2: for me. <laughs> that,
0: that, Blue, that, orange, and purple. I forgot the purple part yeah, of it. Yeah. That automatically put him in this discussion. Yeah. Like
3: the picture of of I think it's Robert Williams dunking on KD and Kyrie <laughs> and
0: Ben Simmons in the background looks photoshopped.
3: It's hilarious. Oh. He like sit down. Yeah. He like it
0: looks
2: photoshopped. It, it's hilarious.
0: And those rose colored sunglasses. Yeah. Like
2: what are you doing, man? No, honestly, that's gonna be the lasting image of Ben Simmons from this season. <laughs> it might and, be. and to me He's it's that hilarious. Purple jumpsuit. Yes, like <laughs> Oh, my goodness, dude. It is. <laughs> oh, man, it's so bad. So,
0: Joel Embiid, Carl Anthony Towns, Kyrie Irving, Ben Simmons, Zion Williams, and Julius Randall, Trey Young, and Stephen A. Smith, currently the nominees, vying for the NBA Drama King of the Year. Watch yours, 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776, and on Twitter, at KLV1063. What's amazing about this, too, is none of those people – were involved in a near-physical fight on the sideline like Jimmy Butler yeah. and Udonis Haslam and Eric Spoelstra were. And you want to know why they're not going to be nominees for Drama King of the Year? Because that's heat culture. Yeah. And as soon as it happened, it was done. It was gone. Everybody was on the same page. Everybody took the exact same approach. And now it seems like a distant memory because it didn't linger. And heat culture, you can make fun of it if you want. It's a very real thing. And that's case in point.
2: Yeah. There's a a difference between a dramatic moment and a flare up and something that, like, a heated, like, that was dramatic, yes, but that wasn't a season long. Right. uh, You know, a bunch of events that just kept going on, like a Julius Randle, like a Carl Anthony Towns, and especially like these guys in between Brooklyn and Philly. I mean, goodness. It's bad. Yeah, it is bad. It is definitely bad. Is James Harden already nominated? James Harden not nominated. Okay, so he's still on the board. James James Harden's
0: still on the board. Kevin Durant. But Kevin Durant is about to enter (laughs) as a nominee. Because Kevin Durant, who last night bowed out in what is arguably the most shocking, the most stunning, the most epic face plant in NBA postseason history by a single team, Mm. the most talent that has ever not won a singular game in the playoffs Kevin Durant went to bed bathed in shame last night as the face of the failed Brooklyn Nets. So what did he do? He woke up and he decided that it was time (laughs) to head to Instagram and attack Charles Barkley. Why? Well, Stone, let's revisit. This was on Sunday on Inside the NBA on TNT. Charles Barkley and Shaq. We're discussing Trey Young initially, but then the conversation devolved into a focus on Kevin Durant. The discussion was superstars. What makes a superstar? What do you expect from a superstar in the playoffs? And here's how everything went down.
5: Come on, man. Don't tell me you're a great player. I mean, all these guys can play, but please don't tell me you're a great, great player and you're averaging twenty. Come on now. you I don't think I ever played in the playoffs. In oh, here we 20. go. Is Kevin Durant a great, great player? Here we go. He is, and he's been stifled by Boston. And I was going to go there. And, and let Good. me tell you something. I don't want a bad mouth to do, but I'm... <laughs> I, I, see, you guys always talk about that championship stuff. I try to tell y'all, all these bus riders, they don't mean nothing to me. Bus riders. If you ain't mm-hmm. driving the bus, don't walk around and talk about you a champion. If you ride in the bus, I don't want to hear it. <laughs> hey, come on, Shaq. Tell them. All these guys walk around with the champion ring. Hey, y'all bus riders. But Best let me tell two in you something. A row, Chuck. When you bus, you
6: the bus driver,
5: and you got all that pressure, where you have to play well, or you are gonna get the blame? That's a different animal. Bus rider.
0: Wow. Kevin Durant. Bus rider. Yeah. Who was the driver of the bus in Golden State? I'm just throwing it out there.
2: Who Who was the driver of the bus? It was obvious who that was. That's Stephen Curry. Oh, he is. Oh, that was spicy. Mm-hmm. Do you regret
3: stone? i mean, I, I yeah, 100%. I mean, everything runs through Steph in that offense.
2: Yeah. The the reason oh, the man. foundation of all of that and the same guy that bounced him from the playoffs the year before was the driver of that bus was Kevin Durant the best player on that team, yes. But the Warriors went as Stephen Curry went. Ooh. And that team didn't turn up until again Kevin Durant looked at Steph and said, "Hey Steph, you go be Steph." And that's when they really became a wrecking ball that year. I recall that the, that little tenure of everybody hating the Warriors, I recall so much. It was so. It was such a weird part because it was almost like heat part two when we had the big three and all of the NBA hated Miami. Everybody hated Golden State because KD went there. But the best player might have been KD, the driver of the bus was, Steph. Come on. So
0: the best player isn't necessarily the bus driver in this
3: case? Not in yeah. that
2: situation because they had so much. They were in the finals one game away from winning before KD even showed up. So the bus was already being driven, and they had won a chip the year before. How can you call KD the driver of that bus when he went and got on the bus? If the bus is already driving, you hop on it. How are you the bus driver? Wow. No doubt. And so now the bus th- is driving again without him. <laughs> it <laughs> it the bus true. is still going. Yeah, the bus- All they
0: did was just stop and drop them
2: off. Yeah, yeah. they dropped him
4: off stuff. They dropped them off. <laughs> they, uh,
0: they got some new shocks, and now yeah. they're, uh, they're on their way again. Um, so, so Kevin Durant is the bus driver. In Brooklyn. Yeah. There's no doubt. No yeah, doubt. Yes. There's no doubt. And so Kyrie's on that bus. He thinks the tires are flat. He's the guy holding the map. Yeah. Yeah. He's ho- he's holding the map, <laughs> but it's like a map of the cosmos. It's not even like a map of roadways <laughs> in the New York it, area. And it's flat. Yeah, he's got, like, constellations. Yeah. He's like, ooh, Leo is that direction, and there's the North Star, and Jupiter will be visible on June 6th. Like, he's of no help whatsoever. He's burning okay? sage all yeah, over yeah, the bus. Yeah, yeah. He's by. got sage all over the bus. Exactly. Um... But, but KD was, was offended because KD hears everything. KD's always yeah. on social media. Yeah. That man loves validation. He loves to be a troll. He gets on Instagram hours after the lowest point in his career. Hours after the lowest point in his career. And instead of, I'm going to go med- meditate, go grab a coffee, head to my favorite cafe. Nope. Time to get on Instagram and go after Charles Barkley for the bus driver comments. (laughs) So KD posted the following pictures in his Instagram story. One of Charles Barkley, the Rockets version, standing next to Hakeem Olajuwon and Scottie Pippen, standing next to Hakeem Olajuwon and Clyde Drexler, with the Sixers, with Julius Irving and that collection, asking the question, where would Chuck be without the big homies?
2: Big homies. I love that, that quote. (laughs)
0: And my response to KD is, does he forget about Charles Barkley, the Phoenix Suns version? But he didn't win it, though. The MVP, but he made it to a finals. He won a playoff game, KD. KD? Then don't don't forget about KD's Oklahoma City run. He he got a 2012 finals appearance, and that was it. Driving the bus. But Charles Barkley never said he was a bus driver. Charles Barkley's just making an observation. Charles Barkley never said he personally was a bus driver. Chuck right? Chuck but is he, right. Chuck. He went to six games with Michael Jordan in an NBA Finals, beat Michael Jordan in a triple overtime thriller mm. in Chicago mm. to force a game six in the desert in a year that Barkley, fair or not, won the MVP. So, fine, you're on equal footing, but KD, just take the L today. <laughs> take the L. This is... A more embarrassing playoff exit than anything Charles Barkley ever experienced.
3: Period. I think KD's just saying, hey, let's not forget. Because he knows Barkley is a big audience. All I just wanted to say was, let's not forget you were a writer as well. But But, Theo,
0: if I was a Nets fan, the last thing I want to do is see KD the morning after a loss jumping on and getting into a petty Instagram feud with Charles Barkley. Let it
2: chill for 72 hours, bro. That's my problem again, again, again. Every, Every time somebody asked me if I was cautious at all, nervous at all about these Nets, what did Kyrie Irving do after the after the loss after getting swept by the Celtics? He gets up and he starts talking about what I'm sure we'll talk about soon, being a general manager. Let's actually
0: let, when we come back, Kyrie Irving. Don't <laughs> worry, he had a direction and he has a direction for the Brooklyn Nets. Yeah. Don't worry, he has a direction. Let's first go to Leo in Riviera Beach. Leo's on Ken Levic live. What's up, Leo? I can cue the music for you, Leo. If you got hey guys, it. I just want to say
6: uh, thanks for taking my call also, but I just want to say that Charles Barkley. I think that KD also forgot that with those rocket teams, I'm pretty sure they got to the Western Conference Finals against the Jazz one of those years. They got
0: beat by a John so, Stockton three.
6: Right, exactly. In the last in the elimination game, so comparing that to being swept in the first round and you're a seventh seed, I don't know. I don't. I feel like KD doesn't have a leg to stand on. And then KD was probably the the bus aide. He wasn't driving the bus with the Warriors, but you know when back in the day when the bus would be unruly they would have another teacher aide come in to get the bus that's what that's what KD was for the Warriors just put him over the top he was just Thank the bus that. monitor he was yeah. the
0: bus monitor Leo appreciate the call Kevin Durant is in our NBA drama king of the year running uh yes. Ken Levick alive here on ESPN 106.3 we now we officially don't know who the Heat are playing in the next round we have taken the Sixers off the board It is now too close to call. A game six is coming in Toronto. We're not going to have heat basketball until Monday, but because they're the one seed, or at least Monday, but because they're the one seed, we know the game one of whoever they play in the next series will be at FTX Arena. And Stone, remind me, what's the uh, the best way to get to a heat game? Brightline. Brightline. Go <laughs> brightline.com, the Brightline app. Go ahead and give the choo-choo. Go ahead and give choo-choo. that. Choo-choo. That's right. That yellow train is fast. It is stress-free. It is beautiful, and it is the only way to get down to the heat. Only way to travel through South Florida, West Palm, Fort Lauderdale, Miami. That's where the stations are. I love the Brightline because I get to show up and have a snack, have a drink, Get myself decompressed. Get on the train. Have another drink. It's like sitting in first class, but you're on a train. Roll on down to Miami. Get to Miami Central Station. Block and a half walk to FTX Arena. Boom. Heat game. Watch the heat. Win. Buzzer beater train. Walk back. Calmly have another drink on the train. Head back home to West Palm. How good is that? All of that with Brightline. Get to the biggest events in South Florida right now with Brightline. Sunfest is about to start. How should you get there? Brightline. GoBrightline.com, the free Brightline app. Brightline, stress-free train gating. Do it. I love it. Stone loves it. Theo loves it. You'll love it, too. That's Brightline. Brightline GoBrightline.com. When we return, don't worry. Kyrie Irving has a plan for the Nets. He's Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN
1: 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken Lavicka Live on ESPN 106.3.
0: Are the Hawks dead, dead, like dead, dead, like confident shot, like no
2: chance at taking another game in this series? Their offense runs through a guy that's 6'1", 150 pounds. Yeah, they're dead dead.
3: And why would you ask the question with your mantra, with your show mantra? Don't even ask the question. Make the statement. You're right. That was silly. Heat and
0: five. Woo! And when it comes to the Dolphins, what do we always say? F those picks.
1: Straight up. We're presented by the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. Visit fau.edu slash mbasport. I saw Adam
0: Schefter's tweet yesterday that a lot of teams are looking to trade back in the draft. And for me, the Dolphins, they were ahead of the game because they don't have any first round picks. There's no trading back. You can't trade back if you don't have any first round picks. Chris Greer's just ahead of the game, folks. Yeah. F those picks. The
3: Dolphins have four picks inside the top 100 picks in the NFL draft. That is not good. That's scary to hear, but we're okay. F those picks. That's all you need when you got
2: Cheetah.
4: Cheetah. Oh, my God. Cheetah.
3: Don't be, don't be, hating your Carolina Panthers are down and out right now.
2: Hey, they keep flirting with Baker Mayfield, and I will say this to the end of time: <laughs> oh, If man, Baker Mayfield be hilarious. shows up in Carolina, <laughs> I am a, I am a, I'm entering fan free agency. Ooh, oh, this is gonna be amazing! I am re-entering fan free agency, which I have not done in my adult life. So that that's what that's how I feel about. It.
0: Keep pounding those picks, cheetah. cheetah, and you're getting Baker Mayfield <laughs> in Carolina. That is hilarious. Almost as funny as Kyrie Irving. Kyrie Irving, who, by the way, is a nominee. Just real quick, our road, uh, our award show music, please, while I read the nominees for NBA Drama King of the Year. Right up there with MVP as the most iconic NBA offseason award. Right now, your nominees for the first annual NBA Drama King of the Year. Kyrie Irving, Joel Embiid, Carl Anthony Towns, Ben Simmons, Kevin Durant, Zion Williamson, Julius Randle, Stephen A. Smith, And Trey Young, the voting's still open for your nominees for NBA Drama King of the Year, and we will award the winner at the conclusion of the show. Kyrie Irving, after the game last night, not only did he finally admit that, oh yeah, I might have hurt the team a little bit. Mm
2: -hmm. A little bit. I
0: might have hurt the team a little bit by not being able to play. All it took was two shots. Like, not like actual basketball shots, but just like two needles in his arm. Uh... But but he, he said that, that hey, I can't wait to be back, and I'm going to be a part of this. Well, I uh, am part of the brain trust of the Brooklyn Nets. Here is general manager Kyrie Irving.
4: When I say I'm, I'm here with Kev, I think that it really entails us... Um, you know, managing this franchise together <laughs> alongside Joe and, and Sean and um, just our, our group of family members that we have in, in our locker room and in our, in our organization, mm-hmm. you know. So um, it's not just about me and Kev. I don't want to make it just about that. We, we're cornerstones here, but, you know, we have been. We have a few <laughs> other guys that are on contract. And I think we just got to make some moves this off and really talk about it and um, really be intentional about what we're building. And have some fun with it, make it enjoyable and um you know, hopefully we get to start from day one just as a squad and, and as a family and, and we just really worry about us.
0: Did 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 I hear the word managing in there? Did I did Kyrie say the word man let's hear let's hear the first part one more time. I just wanna uh-huh. be sure that I heard correctly what Kyrie Irving
4: said. When I say I'm I'm here with Kev, I think that it really entails us um, you know, managing this franchise together <laughs> alongside uh
2: uh-huh. uh uh-huh. No, no, no. Oh, man. No. So the
0: Sean and Joe that he's talking about is Joseph Sy, who is the owner of the Nets, mm. and the Sean is Sean Marks, the actual general yeah. manager yeah. of the Nets. Yeah. But wait, KD and Kyrie yeah. also managing the franchise? So Kyrie Irving, Kyrie Irving is going to be a part. He thinks he's going to be a part of managing this franchise in the off season. Never mind, Nets fans, you're fixed. That is, that Kyrie's got it under control. He'll be at the draft.
2: <laughs> that's preposterous. Honestly, oh my the, God, I, I'm almost, I'm almost speechless because that is delusional. It's,
3: it's straight up delusion. That, that's exactly what
2: it is. But also, maybe it's true, but you don't say that in the media. Like LeBron James has been doing this his whole career. How many times has LeBron admitted to any of the GM moves he's made? Zero. Good right. point. He's never said I am managing. I am making these decisions. He acts like he has his hands off of it. But when the behind closed doors, you you are sitting in those meetings. And also, don't ever pair yourself in with KD like that and call yourself a cornerstone. Cornerstone of oh, what? Oh yeah, he called himself a cornerstone. Cornerstone of what? Cornerstone of one playoff series win in three years. Cornerstone of playing 25 regular season games. What are you a cornerstone of? I promise
0: you that Kyrie's never been a cornerstone of anything. He wasn't a cornerstone at Duke. He was never a cornerstone of the Cavs. LeBron could have won a title without Kyrie Irving. They could have found someone productive like Kyrie Irving. Kyrie Irving sure as hell is not a cornerstone (laughs) of the Brooklyn (laughs) Nets. Just because you're a name doesn't mean you're a cornerstone. He maybe is a brick (laughs) that's like on the second level. Of that building,
2: he's not a cornerstone. Yeah, yeah, that is that is probably the less the least self aware thing I've ever heard from him. Uh, he says a lot of things.
3: I I do believe that he wouldn't have made the statement if he hadn't heard it firsthand before. Like clearly, they said you're going to be involved with some of this yeah, and yeah. some of that, so he wouldn't have said it just out of nowhere. But you're right to even think- say it in general and to say it out loud,
0: especially to the media, it's, it's a whole other thing. Yeah. Like uh, what what would that front office meeting be like, uh, Kyrie, what do you think that, that we need? Well, on June 12th, the moon is going to be aligned with Jupiter. Uh. And the, no, no, Kyrie, that's not what we're talking about. That's not what we're talking about. Well, I can astral project. No, Kyrie,
1: uh. stop.
0: Hey, it's Sean Marks just walking down the hall. Kyrie, we really need your help with the roster, so what I need you to do is go to the Maldives and uh, and scout this guy for me, okay? Yeah. And just hands him a plane ticket and sends him on vacation yeah. for two months. Bye-bye.
3: I mean, an easy one is a new big man because Nick Claston, he no, no, he, no. he broke Shaq's record last night for the most free throws missed consecutively in a playoff game. He went 0 for 10. He's 3 of 26 on the series. They need a new big man. Kyrie figured out.
2: No, Kyrie had a big man in Jared Allen, but he wanted his friend DeAndre Jordan, (laughs) who they then traded for (laughs) Andre Drummond. And it's like, well, what – that's your decision-making, yeah, Kyrie. Steve Nash
3: was trying to play small ball last night. The commentators were trying to talk about it. Drummond and Claxton were on the bench, and they were bringing in Bruce Brown and playing small ball. It made no sense. I had no clue what was going on. But By that's the way, Steve,
2: that's, Steve, that's Kyrie's hire
0: right there, Steve Nash. Too. That's his point. Yeah. That's his point. That's his guy. By the uh, way, speaking of the Nets, Andre Drummond, when they beat the Heat uh, down at FTX, <laughs> and uh, when he was on the run out and threw up the peace sign Rashida. before he came in for the dunk, see ya. Uh, the Nets
2: went 2-12. and 12. After that, mm. <laughs> heat culture. <laughs> he, they won two more games. Maybe that's what he was showing us—the peace sign. Yeah. He like, hey, we got two more in us. We got, we got, <laughs> how many wins
0: we have left in us? Two, two. <laughs> two.
2: Uh,
0: so who is? We still do have some notable absences on our nominees for NBA Drama King of the Year, including a certain Laker that I cannot believe has not been nominated yet. NBA Drama King of the Year. Who are your nominees? Eight eight eight. 760 And on Twitter at KLV 1063. When we return, can the Heat close it out? And do we really buy that the Dolphins were pursuing Tom Brady? We have some more insight into that. He's Theodore, CWP TV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. I'm Ken Lavica. It's an award-winning Tuesday. Ken LaVica Live, ESPN 1063.